0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Kindling Helpline is brought to you by 13 Sick National Home Doctor Service. 13 Sick is Australia's largest network of home visiting doctors. So if you need urgent medical care, but your GP is closed, make the call to 13 Sick. Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue is in the studio. She's had over 30 years' experience working with families and their young children from babies all the way up to four, five, six years of age. So do you need some guidance? Perhaps you need to tweak something that's not working quite right for you. Give us a call now. It's 1800 Kids Radio or you could text us on zero four three seven double six five two hundred. 200. Hi,
1: Chris, how are you? I'm very well, thank you.
0: Chris, let's start with Nadia, who we have on the phone. She has a question about her four-and-a-half-month-old baby and solids. Hi, Nadia, how are you?
2: Hi, good, thing. Hi, Nadia. Um, hi, um I've just got a query with my four and a half months old. So for his mid morning feed, I've started solids. For I've actually been doing that since he turned four months. Just a bit of rice cereal. Yep. Um, and mixed in with some formula and fruit. So he's back having a couple of tablespoons. But the main query was in the afternoon. I've started the last few days just giving him um, for his like four. 4 p.m. feed some solids, but I'm yeah. confused about yeah. whether to do milk first or solids first. And I've been told to do milk first because that's the most important source of nutrition. Yes. Um, but I'm confused because it, yes, it's just, I think most of the
1: population is confused with you now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and um, what happens is that usually between the four and 6.37, yeah. um, Bob won't have a nap, so yeah, I end right. up doing solids and milk yeah. and then another bottle within two hours, and it's like, how do I fit it all in? Yeah, and, should I be and how do you do solids, the balance? Yeah. And what order, and do I leave a gap between milk and solids at <laughs> that 4pm feed? I'm confused. <laughs> okay,
1: you got a piece of paper and pen? Uh, I can go get
2: one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> get, get one while you're listening. Um. And does he, how much do you put in his bottles and how many bottles does he have in the day?
2: Okay, so he'll have um, six, when I say six, it's like, he, he, I make up 150, but usually he only has about 100.
1: Yes, that's right, because of the solids. And how often do you give him those bottles?
2: Uh, Usually every three hours in the day.
1: Okay. And then...
2: We feed him before we go to bed at about nine thirty and then I don't feed him again till
1: six in the morning usually. And does he sleep soundly from nine thirty till six in the morning?
2: Um, it's hard to tell because he's he's had a cold and he's been getting up mid lucky night. 2 or 3 a.m., but we can put the dummy in and he'll go back to sleep. Oh, okay. Not like he's hungry. Okay. So you, but usually, he's okay.
1: Okay. So, what I tend to do, I think, at four to four and a half months, is quite young to have two meals of about two tablespoons of food. That's quite a lot of food for a little oh, fellow. In the
2: afternoon, he doesn't have two tablespoons. He may only have like a couple of teaspoons, but oh, a smaller okay. amount. Okay. I don't give him... Because I've, what I, I used to do solids first in the afternoon, but yep. the nurse told me not to do that because okay. he won't have his milk. Well, and I'm... so I've limited it and done milk first and then waited half an hour and then solids. Is
1: that? Yep. I don't know what to do. So what I'm going to do minutes. is give you a suggested way of doing it, which is how I would suggest to do it. But it brings him okay. back to one meal for a little bit longer. Right. And then I think he'll take all of his bottles and he will take a nice meal for you. Okay, so I'll explain okay. the way I do it, and that might help you. So if I use the example of 6am in the morning, I'd give him yep. a bottle, yep. and that bottle would be around about 150 mils, and yep. then I would feed him roughly between three and three and a half hours later, so somewhere around 9.30, yep. then around 1.00. Can one I o-
2: just ask you something? Yes? I always find at that 6am... Yep. He never has a full bottle. That's he right. Only have, he doesn't, he's not, like, he's not hungry because he's had yeah. a bottle
1: overnight. But that as he loses that bottle overnight at, at 10 o'clock, he, yeah. he will get hungry in the morning. So roughly around 6, then roughly around 9.30 and roughly yep. around one, 1 o'clock he'd have his bottles. Yep. Then at 4 o'clock what I would tend to do is give him his solids meal there. So I'd four probably o'clock. give him about a okay. tablespoon of food.
2: So do, are you saying just to drop it down, what I'm doing, Yeah. Just, what I'm doing?
1: Yeah, just drop it down to one meal and maybe a tablespoon of his rice cereal and fruit. Right, cereal. Yeah. Right. And then just give him a little top up just so he's got a bit of fluid with that meal. So give him, say, 60 mils in the bottle.
2: Of, of formula, straight yep. after? Yep.
1: Yeah, and then do his last bottle of the night around that six thirty window. okay yeah. so a little meal and a little bit of of um, um, formula, and then a nice bottle you know around two hundred meals before he goes to bed at seven o'clock. Okay. Now, after a few weeks when he's about five months old, yeah, then what I' do is where his six o'clock bottle in the morning is about an hour later. I'd put the second meal in there. So I'd give him his bottle oh, about six, meal. right? Yeah. and then at about seven, I'd actually do the rice cereal there because that's more like a breakfast. And in the afternoon, yeah. I'd give him about a tablespoon of um, vegetables. At the 4 p.m.? Yep, at the 4 p.m. I think it, he, you've just gone in a bit too fast too soon. Yeah, so if we um, slow it yeah. down a little bit, he'll probably have a nice even balance of of milk plus that yeah. one meal and eat much better for you.
2: Okay. You know with the meals at 5 months this you said 7am and then 4pm. Am I supposed to be topping up with formula after
1: after the solid meals? Yeah. No, you can use formula no. or water, but only a little yeah. bit, not a lot.
2: Yeah, I usually I give him a sip of water and then straight after any extra milk like but yeah. I don't know if that's right. Only a little bit now. Yeah. Look, Nadia, what we
0: might do is um, we'll make sure we send you a link. I think our producer, Elise, has your email address. So we'll send you a link to what um, Chris just told you because I know it's a lot to get your head around. And please feel free to give us a call back at five months if you have more questions then.
2: Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks,
0: Nadia. Okay, so we also have uh, a question from Therese. Chris, um, you're listening to Kindling Helpline with Mothercraft Nurse Chris Minogue on Kindling Kids Radio. Um, Therese has a four-month-old and her question is, what is your advice, Chris, on sleepwear? Once baby is rolling from front to back or vice versa, our four-month-old is getting closer, but he loves the swaddle. Mm. That you taught them, apparently. He sleeps so well in it. What's next for a sound sleep once rolling starts?
1: Okay, so when we start seeing our babies roll over in their bed, so often they might roll on the floor but they're not rolling in their bed and often they can roll from their stomach to their back but not their back to their stomach, you know. So every baby will develop differently. Once you see that, that movement happening, usually what I do is a slow progression. So if he's wrapped up in something whether it be swaddle or wrap, I usually release one arm first and let him get used to that one arm and do that for a few days. It will take him a few days to settle back into his sleeping pattern. And then I just let the other arm out. um, So he's getting used to it. Once we've got him into no wrap and no swaddle, um, I tend to look at your house, but I put a singlet on them. And in the dead of winter, that's like a little short sleeve bodysuit. I'd put like for want of a word, a bond suit on him. And then I'd probably put a 2.5 tog sleeping bag on him. If he went in and he was cool at that point, I would put a little bit of gentle heat in the room just to take the chill off the air.
0: So is your preference to dress them for the weather as opposed to add or, you know, put in heat?
1: Yeah. So mine is to dress them for the weather. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. Interesting.
0: You're listening to Kindling Helpline with Mothercraft Nurse Chris Minogue. It's time where you can call and ask her any questions that can help with your family. We do encourage people to call us because it means Chris can get right into the nitty-gritty with you. Chris, we have a email from David. He says our 9-month-old girl seems prepared to mostly be open to being spoon-fed by her mother. But she won't have a bar of it from me. I do all the playful stuff I see my wife doing, and I have the same kind of tone. But the head turns and spits out uh, all I get. What should I do? Oh. Poor old
1: David. Well, <laughs> oh, she's a very regulated baby. She knows that when mummy sits in front of me, mummy will feed me. So, David, why don't you take the turn of maybe introducing the finger food? And do something different. So maybe try on the weekend some lunches where you've cut up some finger food size meal that she can navigate and you can navigate with her. So things like a cucumber stick, um, maybe even some strips of cap. Capsicum, Um, you could make a little finger sandwich, and you put that down and help her with that feeding. I think she's just regulated to mum. The other thing, which we don't know in the email, is is mum in the room? Ah. So. If mum's in the room, she might just keep looking at mum because that's what she's regulated to seeing. So also try it with mum out of the room.
0: Tell her she can go have a coffee. Yeah, just, you know,
1: try the finger food. Do something different with her. Even if you've, you know, if you've tried eggs, do a little omelette, break it up, she can have a bit, you can have a bit. And so that you enjoy the meal together. But I think she's just regulated to mum, and pretty much if mum's out of the room, if she spits it a couple of times, I might get her out of the high chair for a couple of minutes, then put it back in and try again.
0: Well, good luck with that, David. And finally, we have a, a longer question from Danny. She says, My four month old daughter is demanding attention constantly. It's getting to a point where I can't leave her in the baby capsule for anywhere for even five minutes without her starting to whine. The whining soon turns to screaming. As soon as I appear and pick her up, she settles. It's becoming completely unmanageable. I also have an 18-month-old that depends on me for everything. My firstborn was much more independent do others have this experience? Any suggestions on how I can manage this and or encourage her to develop more independence within reason, of course.
1: Okay. So the first thing I'd be asking myself, and we're not sure whether this is happening, is, is she overtired? So she's your second baby. You've got another little baby. You've really got two babies in that household. And is she getting enough sleep? So if they've got enough sleep, usually they can regulate themselves for 15 to 20 minutes to be calm and quiet in appropriate play. So if Four month old, maybe a baby gym, maybe some toys on the floor. Uh, tummy time might only be five minutes, three to four, five minutes, not very long. So don't have the expectation she's going to be there for a long period of time. So, one is to ask yourself is she overtired? Because she's whinging a lot, and as soon as you pick her up, she regulates. Okay, so you could misinterpret that for needy, being needy. Second one is if she is needy, take her with you. So generally speaking, move her bouncer, if it's a little light bouncer, and move her around a little bit so that she can see what's going on. And every couple of minutes, just stop and go back to her and say, you're okay, we're here in the kitchen together, and then go back to what you're doing. So little tiny windows of reassurance for her might also help settle her down. My bet is she's probably a little bit tired. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. It's a pleasure.
0: That's Mothercraft nurse Chris Minogue. She'll be back next week from midday answering your questions. Kindling Helpline is brought to you by Sick National Home Doctor Service. If you or a loved one needs urgent medical care but your GP is closed, make the call to Sick. That's 137425 for a bulk build after-hours doctor home visit.